Ladies and gentlemen, this is America's Healthcare Advocate. Broadcasting coast to coast across the USA. Your guide to protecting your personal health. Bringing you simplified answers to the complex questions surrounding health care. Everything from cancer to liver transplants. Nutrition. Exercise. My yoga and Pilates instructor, Dana Goodale. Mental health and even pet care. Dr. Wayne Hunthausen, Westwood Animal Hospital. Empowering you to take control of your health and wellness. My very special guest today, Grace Marie Turner, president of the Galen Institute. Welcome back, Grace Marie. Well, Carrie, it's a pleasure to be with you. And I do have to say, you are the most knowledgeable about health policy. Just superlative. And now, ladies and gentlemen. Gentlemen, 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 gentlemen. And now, America's healthcare advocate, Carrie Hall. Hello, America. Welcome to America's Healthcare Advocate Show, broadcasting coast to coast across the USA. Our producer, Mr. David Washington, I'm your host, Carrie Hall. This is your show, America. Thank you for joining us and making us one of the most listened to talk shows throughout the United States. 294 affiliates strong, the latest one being KRLAAM in Cannon City, Colorado. 8.70 a.m., The Answer. We are on there from 7 to 8 in the morning on Saturdays. We want to thank them for putting us on the air and welcome them to America's Healthcare Advocate Show. We're happy to have them on board. As I say each week, there wouldn't be a show without all of you in the listening audience. If you want to follow me on Facebook, you can do that at America's Healthcare Advocate. That is the Facebook page. There's a lot of stuff up there, a lot of information up there. If you want to go to that Facebook page and follow me, you can do that. Also, the podcasts, which seem to be getting very popular We had 1,100 people listen to one podcast over a seven-day period. So we're getting a lot of feedback. That was just on SoundCloud. So we're on SoundCloud, TuneIn, Spotify, Apple. Uh, We're on all those major platforms. We're getting a lot of feedback on those shows. When we did the Alzheimer's show here a couple of weeks ago, we had people signing up for the trials. Steve had actually posted the show before we ever aired it. We had people signing up for the drug trial before we ever put the show on the air. So the podcast platforms are really good. You You listen to this today. We're going to do a show today that's pretty unusual. It's on traumatic brain injury. If you've got somebody that's suffered with this in your family, a friend, a relative, whatever the case may be, this may be something you want to tell them about. Instead of trying to go through all of this again and explain it, go up to the podcast platform. It's all up there. They can listen to the show just like we did it live in the studio. If you need help with health insurance, a lovely Joyce Thompson, if it's Medicare or ACA individual, she can help you at 877-385-2224. That's 877-385-2224 at RPS Benefits by Design. And if you're looking for employer-sponsored health care, Jim Lodge is the guy you want to talk to. Again, 877-385-2224. Right business all over the country. They just did a case in California that came to us off the radio, so they're happy to help you. All right, joining me in studio from Plasticity, we're going to see if I can get this name right and not blow it up, Dr. Emily Kumbahati. Did I get it right? Close to right? Kalumbahati. 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 See, I knew I was going to butcher this at least once. Maybe I'll just get it right. Anyway, joining me in studio, Dr. Emily Kalumbahati and also Mariah Evans, both from Plasticity. We're very happy to have them in studio. As I mentioned in the opening monologue, we are going to talk about traumatic brain injury. These folks have a facility, several facilities actually, around the country where they treat people that have these traumatic brain injuries. We're going to talk about that today. So whether it's an accident it results in a fall, which, you know, a lot of us that are chronologically challenged have a tendency to do that, okay, or whether it's someone that's in an automobile accident, a serious automobile accident, or whether it's a work-related accident, whatever the case may be, if you have suffered one of these traumatic brain injuries, this is going to be a fascinating show. 
um, as we seek with Dr. K uh, and Maria and Mariah rather here on the broadcast today about what they do at Plasticity and how it all works. So, Doctor, let's start with you. Let's just talk about the history. How did this ever come about? It's pretty unique subsection uh, and very different uh, in the way that you treat this, Doctor. Absolutely. So we came about um, about six years ago, Plasticity Centers. And really, we are a, a, a daughter of the Carrick Brain Centers. So as plasticity was first established, it was really just this gap in medical care between the acute injuries, like when you're in the hospital and an inpatient, and then what do you do when you go home and there's still more room to improve? Like, Where do you look for that? And that's where we come in. All right. So that, that's where you come in. How do you treat folks? And then, so they come, you have facilities in Atlanta, you have facilities in Denver, and you have a facility where in Florida? Orlando. Okay, in Orlando, Florida. So when they come to your facility, you're evaluating them, I take it, and then laying out a course of treatment? Exactly. So what makes us a bit unique is that we go through this three-hour intake process with diagnostic testing that includes technology that you're, you're really not going to find all underneath one roof. We have balance sensors that are so specific. They can see your heartbeat through the soles of your feet. And when you test your balance with your head right, left, up, down, eyes closed, eyes open, heart surface, foam surface, to really, you know, toy out those specifications in where you're holding yourself, like where you think neutral is, and then where you're holding your center of pressure and center of gravity. We also look at the eyes. You know, Shakespeare said eyes are the window to the soul, but... I would say I, I can't vouch for that, but I can definitely tell you eyes are a window to the brain. Um, science has mapped out eye movements and different visual fields to different regions of your brain. So we build on that research by going through all these very specific eye movement tests, whether you're in the dark looking at a target. Um, we have these special goggles that allow us to really take a, a really clean, crisp video of your eyes and make very specific graphs. And then we pair that with your history you know, every brain's different. It's been through different experiences. And then your physical examination. And then from there, we have that treatment plan. And one of the philosophies we have is that you have to build the brain up the same way it develops, right? So you have to have all the really good functions an infant or a baby would have before we can go worrying about really advanced functions like cognition, memory, movement. So we take a look at the autonomic nervous system, which is what's responsible for your fight and flight and your rest and digest. And we say that's our number one priority. We have to figure out if that region is stable and functioning well because it controls fuel delivery. It controls digestion. It controls blood flow. And when you're in that fight and flight state, which happens after you've had a traumatic experience or or some type of injury, you're not going to get good blood flow to the brain. And if you don't have good blood flow to the brain, all that rehab that you're doing is just going to take that much more effort. So getting you in that parasympathetic state or that rest and digest state is our our number one priority. And then from there, moving on into other components that a baby can do, uh, make sure you're doing it well. So like those reflexes, how you're perceiving movement, how you're detecting gravity, and then making sure you don't have any of these infantile reflexes that should be gone, but can sometimes come back into a traumatic brain injury as a frontal release sign. You know, that's a mouthful. <laughs> I mean, that is absolutely – I talked about drinking from a fire hose. That That is a lot of information. So that's why it takes three hours. Absolutely. Because – and I've never heard of anything like this. I mean, this is – I've been doing this 
radio show for 17 years, and we've had experts on here from all over the world talking about every topic I can think of, practically. And we've talked a lot about concussions and concussion protocol and traumatic brain injury and all the rest of it. Um, we've actually had Dr. David Oakley, a four-time Nobel laureate contributor who invented the Wavi platform with David Jaffe, talk about the same thing. But this is remarkable. I mean, that process that you go through, that three hours, this is strictly evaluation at that point during that whole three-hour period. It is. And at the end of your three-hour evaluation, we make sure you have time for lunch or a nap to recuperate. (laughs) (laughs) And then we go through a discovery session, which is us enacting the treatment plan that a doctor like myself would prescribe and then seeing how you tolerate it. And then from there, we make modifications or slight tweaks, you know, based on intensity, stamina, what was too easy for you, what was too hard. And then when you come back for day two, it's all day of therapy. So you'll have therapies throughout that entire day. And then by day three, we're going to recheck and make sure we're on track and then continue forward with treatments. So let me ask you a question. How much of this is centered around prescription medication? None of it. I want you to repeat that again. None of it. Okay. That, I, I, when I read about this and, and, and Steve told me about this, that was one of the things that I thought was most remarkable. You know, it's amazing to me how people are starting to discover there are other ways to treat illnesses. We had a, a group on here about a month ago who are treating Parkinson's through boxing therapy, which mm-hmm. is one of the most unusual things I've ever heard of. They're out of Indiana. We have a clinic here in Kansas City, and they're finding remarkable results, and they're not using drugs. And you're doing exactly the same thing here with a course of treatment that, that is not drug-related but gets results that are far better than what we're seeing with people that are on medications for this stuff. Am I right or wrong? I would say, you know, medication's great for that, making sure people stay alive, right? But when it comes to improving function, medication is not specific. Well, yeah, and, and, and you know, it's kind of like putting a Band-Aid over a gunshot wound. It just doesn't do a lot, okay? I mean, it, you're, 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 not, you're not solving the problem. You're just putting a Band-Aid over it, and it's going to continue on. What you're doing is trying to correct the problem, which is significantly different. We're going to come back from the break. We're going to continue this fascinating conversation. The website is plasticitycenters.com, plasticitycenters.com. The phone number, if you want to call them, is 877-888-8331, 877-888-8331. We come back from the break. We're going to talk more about the treatment campaign. What do they do? How do they do it? We'll talk about that. And then in the third segment, we're going to talk to Mariah who is actually a patient and now works at Plasticity. Pretty interesting stuff. Stay tuned. We'll be right back after the break. You're listening to America's Healthcare Advocate, broadcasting here on the HI Radio Network, coast to coast across the USA. Stay tuned. We'll be back with more. Welcome back. You're listening to America's Healthcare Advocate Show, broadcasting coast to coast across the USA here on the HIA Radio Network. You can find out more about us by going to the website, americashealthcareadvocate.com. 
If you have a question, if you need help with something, send us an email. I get a lot of these. I'm happy to answer. I answer every one of them. So if you've got a question, go to the website, americashealthcareadvocate.com. A lot of information up there on the website. And it's been redone by my partner, Steve Sanburn uh, and Matt Wasco. So it really looks pretty good right now. My producer, the always perfect Mr. David Washington. I'm your host, Kerry Hall. In studio with me, Dr. Columba Hetty from Plasticity and Mariah Evans, both from Plasticity. We're talking about traumatic brain injury and how all of that works. A little bit about Dr. She is the lead functional neurologist at Plasticity Centers. She works with young and old alike, experienced in brain injuries that have neurological challenges. Dr. K has extensive training in functional neurology and from the Carrick Institute. She is a diplomat of the American Board of Chiropractic Neurology, a fellow at the American College of Functional Neurology and Functional Medicine and Hyperbaric Clinician. She also presents neurodevelopment and neuroplasticity to physicians, clients, and families across North America. And by the way, there are a lot of people from across North America that are coming to these clinics. The clinics are in Atlanta, Denver, and Orlando, Florida. The website is plasticitycenters.com. I'm going to spell this one time so everybody gets it. P-L-A-S-T-I-C-I-T-Y, plasticitycenters.com. The phone number, 877-888-8331. All right, so uh, how, did, how did you get here? Uh, you've got quite a resume uh, how did you wind up here in, in, in practicing in this particular facility? Well, thank you. Um, you know, I've always been really interested in helping people. My Both my grandmas are nurses. My mom's a nurse. My grandfather came here from Thailand to be a doctor. So when it comes to helping people out, it's something I always knew I wanted to do. But I have a really close family member that has a traumatic brain injury. And being able to see firsthand how much more room there is to grow and to recover even after you're released from the hospital or even after you're released um, from from PT and OT and speech. That's what really motivated me to just keep learning about the brain. So let, let's talk about that a little bit. So you know, they go to the hospital, they get treated for, you know, whatever the injury is, a, a significant injury, um, fractured skull, you know, just a, a very serious concussion, whatever it is. They're released. How much more can you, on average, improve somebody by all of the programs you put in place at Plasticity. Well, that's a beautiful thing about Plasticity Centers. Everything's customized to each individual patient. So everyone's treatment plan is just for their brain. We don't have a concussion protocol or a TBI protocol. I would just make a U protocol based on the brain that's in front of me. So so everyone, you're looking at everyone differently in terms of what their specific needs are. So somebody that's 25 years old uh, and, and an athlete, like Mariah was, okay, versus somebody that's like me, a chronologically challenged 72-year-old, those are going to be completely different programs, yes? Absolutely. Okay. So talk a little about what the programs entail. So we have a customized blend. We always joke there's a thousand things I can do to help your brain. Um, a hundred of them will be really good for you specifically. But out of those, what are the top like eight to ten modalities, um, which is just a fancy way of saying treatment options, do I need to prescribe you to give you the most benefit to help you towards recovery? So we have a mix of, and these are going to have some big words, so bear with me. No, you're going to do the words. I'm not doing them. Okay. <laughs> Photobiomodulation. Holy moly. Okay. Which is a form of infrared laser therapy that increases blood flow to the brain. So we'll do it transcranially or over the skull. And we can get really specific with that and highlight to a square centimeter which area of your brain we want to have that increased blood flow and increased energy. And then from there, we'll do 
electrical stimulation that's specifically for your nerves called somatosensory evoked potentials. And it's a little different than what people get in, in physical therapy. You know, a lot a of lot time, different. I've never heard yeah. of any of this. This is remarkable. And so in physical therapy, they focus on electrical stim for your muscles, which is great. We want to prevent atrophy. But our philosophy is usually when you have a brain injury or concussion, it's not your muscle that's injured. It's your nervous system. So why not target the nerves to increase activity in that nervous system. So go back to this infrared piece where you, you talked about this earlier in the first segment about increased blood flow to the brain. What happens when they don't have that increased blood flow to the brain? They, they've been injured. They're released from the hospital. The hospital's done all they think they can do with their typical physical therapy, medications, all the rest of it. But there's still a significant problem here. How are they going to improve if they don't get that blood flow to the brain, doctor? Yeah, so when you're working with a system that doesn't have good blood flow, it's not that you can't make progress. It's just that it's going to be so much more effortful than it needs to. So a lot of these people come to us and they're fatigued. They have brain fog. They have memory issues. Maybe their emotions are a bit of a roller coaster. All these higher functions of being a human are going to be compromised because your brain's on survival mode. It doesn't care about whether or not you can do your job or whether or not you can exercise or whether or not you can tolerate your kids screaming in the background. Your brain's on survival mode. It's just trying to make sure that you're ready to you know, address that threat. And if that means running or freezing or what have you, um, it's, it's really, it's not a good place to live your life in. And it was never meant to be a, a, a form of your autonomic nervous system to trigger all the time. You know, it, it's remarkable to hear you talk about this because it seems to me that this is more or less overlooked um, in treatment programs in many, many other places. This, this is very unique in terms of what you do and how you do it. And it's all naturopathic, I guess, is the best way to describe it's it. Holistic. Mm -hmm. Holistic. Yeah, it's all holistic. Again, there's no medications involved in any of this. So typically, somebody comes to you, I guess the amount of time they spend there at the facility is determined by how significant the injury is and the recovery process necessary? Absolutely. So a lot of our programs are five days because, you know, almost 80% of our people travel to see us. And we know you can't take a year off work. So we have a five-day program. But during those five days, you'll get three exams, three diagnostic testing sessions, and then 10 treatments. And then when you leave, it's not us saying goodbye. It's just saying, talk to you later. We're going to have a patient success manager assigned to your case, a home exercise program prescribed to you. And then we might ask you to come back in six months, six weeks, two years. It just depends on who you are. For our local patients, they kind of you know, get a benefit of being local. And we might see them once, twice, or three times a week, or even maybe just once a month to make sure that they're on track. But for people that are traveling from across the country, because we've done shows, we've got a doctor in Florida, Dr. Sperling, who has a very unique treatment for prostate cancer, probably the most unique in the country. And people come in from all over. We've had people come in from Alaska, I mean, everywhere. The, 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 the key here to me, though, is you said you don't cut them loose when you're done. You stay connected to them. So if they're starting to have symptoms, you give them home exercise programs, they're starting to have symptoms, they can come back and get more treatment if they need it. Absolutely. Yeah, that, that, that is important, and I think it's important for everybody to understand that. If you want to learn more about this, go to their website, plasticitycenters.com, plasticitycenters.com. The phone number, 877-888-8331. I'm going to spell this once again because I think people are going to get confused with the name. It's P-L-A-S-T-I-C-I-T-Y, centers.com, plasticitycenters.com. All their information is up there. If you want to go up and get some uh, look at it, and maybe you've got somebody in your family that's dealing with 
with this, and they're just not getting any better. Steve and I happen to know somebody that's got a real problem with this right now, and this may be a real solution for her. So we come back in the break. We're going to talk now to Mariah Evans. She actually had an injury, went to the clinics, got treatment, and now she actually works there. So we come back. We're going to have a testimonial for her. Stay tuned. You're listening to America's Healthcare Advocate, broadcasting here on the HI Radio Network, coast to coast across the USA. Don't go anywhere. We're coming right back. Welcome back. You're listening to America's Healthcare Advocate Show, broadcasting coast to coast across the USA here on the Fruited Plain. You can find out more about us by going to our website, americashealthcareadvocate.com, americashealthcareadvocate.com. You have a question, send me an email. I'll be happy to answer it. Our producer, Mr. David Washington, I'm your host, Carrie Hall. In studio with me, Dr. Colin Betty from Plasticity and Mariah Evans, both are here talking about what they do at their clinics. There are three of them around the country, one in Atlanta, one in Denver, one in Florida. You heard her say 80% of their clients come from out of state to these three different centers. So, you know, it maybe you know somebody that's going through this or, or, or somebody in your family is dealing with this and just can't seem to get straight, can't seem to get their lives back together again. You heard about doctors say, well, it's no way to have to live. Well, it's not. Okay, and that's why we're doing this show today. We do these things to bring this information to people to look at alternative methods of treatment that are different and that work. This one's different and it works. The website plasticitycenters.com, plasticitycenters.com. The phone number 877-888-8331, 877-888-8331. All right, Mariah, we're going to switch gears now. Just start out by telling your story. You were a volleyball player uh, in in high school and in college. Talk yes. about that and what happened to you. It's really funny. About three years ago, we had a young lady on here from KU who was a mm-hmm. volleyball player, got injured, and she's never been able to get herself straight again since that time. Yeah, that was some time back. But so talk about your situation. Yeah, so I uh, grew up in Colorado. I grew up playing sports, started playing sports when I was about four years old. Both my parents athletes, brother, sister, other brother, all athletes. Um, I was a high school American committed to the University of North Carolina as a sophomore in high school, so 16. Um, my uh, got injured in high school, but uh, my club always laughs at me and says that they put the pads up on the wall because of Mariah. Um, because I would run into walls, I would run into anything that needed to be run into to get the ball up. So I got probably three, four concussions in high school. Um, some diagnosed, some I, you know, hid the symptoms, wanted to act like everything was fine. Things were definitely not fine. Uh, went and started playing college. I started as a freshman. We had an amazing season. And then, uh, my sophomore year, beginning of sophomore year, preseason, I got a concussion. I was stayed out for eight to 10 days, did the concussion protocol. Uh, they asked me if I was okay. I said I was all right. No migraines, no headaches, you know, nothing like that. And then two days after I came back, I got re-hit, and my life completely changed. Six concussions I counted there. Is that correct? Yes. The first thing that comes to my mind, and we, Steve and I have dealt with this on the Wavi platform before, is that, they keep, that these kids keep going back to play. Mm-hmm. Okay? And when they keep going back to play and they get re-injured, doctor, what, how it becomes much more significant every time they're re-injured, Right. It does. Yeah, that neuroinflammation, if it hasn't subsided, 
those injuries, instead of being like a one plus one, it's more like a five times five, right? It's more multiplicative than it is additive. So everybody thought they were doing the right thing. I'm sure your parents weren't telling you, okay, we'll get back out there and play. Okay. No. No. You, 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 you said you did the concussion protocol, which was what, a sheet of paper with a bunch of questions on it? Yeah. Pretty much asking me, you know, do you have a headache? Yeah. No, no. I mean, I would never. I would never. Yeah, yeah. And, and kids are motivated to get back out and play. Okay, mm-hmm. so you had the sixth concussion. What happened? So six concussion, um, the next day I started having non-epileptic seizures. I was having about four to five a day. I would wake up in the morning with a migraine. I would go to bed with a migraine. I was able to sleep maybe four hours a day. Um, I decided to stay at school, which was across the country from my family, um, because if I had left, I didn't know if my scholarship was going to stick, and I'd be able to come back and have that scholarship. So my option was stick it out. And for about a year and a half, uh, maybe two years, I was in survival mode, 100% survival mode. You stayed there for a year and a half to two years and continued? Uh, Two years, yep. Two years I finished out school. And uh, my (sighs) friends helped me get to school, get to classes. Uh, I actually had people who would read me my um, school books and read me get me through because I wasn't able to read at the time. That's a lot of determination. That speaks pretty highly for your character. Thank you. So, so then how did you find out about plasticity and what happened once you went there? Because you had, you're still going through all these issues. I assume this went on this whole time. Yep. So I went, I've probably been to three, four neurologists. Um, I've been through the Mayo Clinic. I went to Duke hospitals, UNC hospitals. Um, and structurally they told me everything was fine. I looked fine. My CAT scan looked normal. My brain and my MRI looked normal, but I was not normal. I, my, like Dr. Columba Hetty said, my emotions were all over the place. I was having migraines. I was having non-epileptic seizures and I was like, there's something not normal. And so I was given medications. I was sent to different four or five different specialists, but every time I was sent somewhere, they would say, well, this looks okay. And then would move on. I never got a full idea of what my brain was, how my brain was functioning. And I knew that there was just things that weren't right. And so I moved back to Colorado um, with my fiance and that, that's when we heard of plasticity. Well, what happened? When, what, when, they, when you came into plasticity, tell me what happened. So I got my diagnostics done. and Three hours. Three hours. And I was amazed. It was probably the first place that I went that they said something really is not right. And we are seeing all these things that are not functioning correctly. And all of my symptoms made sense finally. So the doctor connected all of my symptoms to the functions that weren't working. And I sat there and I was just, I started to cry because I was just like, finally. Somebody understands. This makes sense. Yeah. Why am I having these symptoms? Why? And everywhere else was, I, I was always hearing it will heal over time. Your brain will eventually heal. But I didn't want to, as an athlete, that doesn't make sense. You get an injury and then you just sit around and wait for it to heal. If you get an ankle sprain, you do PT or you do a surgery, you do PT. You actively do therapies that help. And so why is it different with the brain? Why are we just waiting around? And so at Plasticity, I finally saw that there was an active way to finally do something. And I started having treatment and I started getting better. How long ago was this? This was three months ago. Oh my God! This this whole thing was three months. I thought this was like a couple of years. Three, and you're sitting here talking today, and you're perfectly normal. Your cognitive abilities seem a hundred percent. Your speech pattern, everything. So three months ago, this happened, and, mm-hmm. and that's how long it took you to go through the process. Yep, and it's <clears throat> it's completely changed my life. My friends, my family, my fiance—they're like, 
you're back to who you were. Like you're you're back to who you are. And I just am so thankful that I found a place that cared. Like I went there and the doctors cared. The neurotherapist cared. They wanted me to get better. They didn't care about all the other stuff, what anybody else said. They just looked at my brain and they looked at who I was and they said, this is not who you are. And they wanted to help. Seizures are gone. Migraines are gone. All of it's gone. I have I have some symptoms that still linger, um, but I'm able to function. I mean, it's we're still working on it and the doctors are still in my corner. It's been three months and they continue to help me. Oh, my God. This went on for what? Four years? Four years of my life. Well, if you've made this much of a turnaround in three months, that's a lot of damn progress. It says it's, it speaks volumes. I mean, I am finally back to being able to work. I wasn't able to work. Um, now I work at Plasticity because I saw how wonderful it was. And I said, I want to I be a part of this. This is incredible because I know so many people who've just reached out, you know, over social media or um, et cetera in the NCAA world and even outside of it who just said, I've heard of your story. What are you doing? And I didn't have any answer for them. And now I can finally be a part of somewhere. And I've actually found what my path wants to be and helping people who have concussions or traumatic brain injuries. How common is this in college and high school athletes that going through what you just described, multiple concussions, I can't stop playing. I don't want to lose my scholarship. I don't want to disappoint my coach. I don't disappoint my parents. I don't want to disappoint my teammates. How common is this? Happens all the time, all the time. There are so many people, and there's a lot of athletes who continue to play with a brain injury. Just like you did. Just because they want to keep that scholarship, or <clears throat> they think that it's it's not that bad, or it's just so common that they can get through it. And then years down the road, they are start having more symptoms and more effects, and they realize, was, this, was that worth it? We're almost at break here, but i got to ask you, when I hear this, I think of Junior Seau. Okay, the, the San Diego Chargers football player that committed suicide mm. after multiple months. How, it, when this is left untreated, doctor, how 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 does how does a person able to function, and does it continue to magnify and get worse before we go to break? So we're named after the term neuroplasticity, right? Neuroplasticity <clears throat> is a double-edged sword. Whatever your brain does the most, it gets better at doing. So if you're in pain, if you're having seizures, if you have migraines, if you're depressed, if you're having these, you know, suicidal thoughts and you're not doing anything to change it, your brain's going to get better at doing all those bad things. And you have to have something intense and frequent like the neurorehabilitation program we have at Plasticity Centers to switch gears into a positive neuroplasticity state. You know, that's about as succinct as you can get it, people. If you're listening out there to this, this is somebody in your family. Maybe you've got a young athlete. Maybe it's your grandchild. You know, whatever the case may be, the website is plasticitycenters.com, plasticitycenters.com, 877-888-8331. That was pretty powerful. If you know somebody that's got an issue with this, take a moment, give them a call, or go to the website. We'll be right back after the break. You're listening to America's Healthcare Advocate, broadcasting here on the HI Radio Network, coast to coast across the USA. We've got one more. Stay tuned. Welcome back. You're listening to America's Healthcare Advocate Show, broadcasting coast to coast across the USA here on the HIA Radio Network. You can find out more about us by going to the website, americashealthcareadvocate.com. All these shows are on the podcast platforms, Spotify, SoundCloud, TuneIn, iTunes, Apple Play. They're, they're up there. 
Okay, as I said, Steve just sent me a report that he had 1,100 people listen to one podcast over like a seven-day period. So I know you're listening to these things. If this is something that's interesting to you, you've got somebody in your family, maybe it's in a church, maybe it's one, you know, maybe you're a coach and you've got a kid that was concussed like this and things aren't right. Go up to the website, plasticitycenters.com. Look at what these people do. It is drug-free. It works. You just heard Mariah talk about how it helped her. What a difference. She went through this for almost four years, and in three months, they've turned her life around. The website, plasticitycenters.com, 877-888-8331. That's the phone number if you want to give them a call, 877-888-8331. We do these shows to educate you and the audience about different treatments that are available across the country in different areas, just like we did the Parkinson's show. It's the same thing, okay? It's a better way to do this that is not involved drugs and, and other issues like that. So let's go back to that for a minute, doctor. Yep. She went to the Mayo Clinic. Everybody, you know, that's the gold standard, okay? She went to the Mayo Clinic. She had CAT scans. She had MRIs. She had meds, okay? None of that did anything. And the CAT scans and the MRIs all said she was normal, but she wasn't normal. She was still having seizures, migraines. She wasn't able to function. Why does this get missed in, so badly by conventional medicine? And then, oh, here's an idea. Let's give her some drugs. So one of, the, one of the big things that separates kind of the world that I'm in with neurorehabilitation and then the world that is, you know, the standard hospital procedures is <clears> that <throat> when you're in a hospital and they do, you know, CT scans and MRIs, they're looking for these large structural changes, which is great if you've had a stroke or a brain bleed or okay. a cyst. But when it comes down to a traumatic brain injury or a concussion, a lot of times the injury isn't in these large cluster of cells. It's in the coating of the cells. It's called axonal shearing. Um, or you can have connectivity issues, but you can't see a connection on an MRI. Okay. So what we do uh, is really look at the connectivity. We can't necessarily regain some of these neuronal cells. I mean, you can. Hyperbaric oxygen therapy has neurogenic. Which you're an expert in. Which okay. <laughs> I, do, um, I do have a, a certification for that as well. But hyperbaric oxygen therapy and stem cell therapy, which I do not do, um, those both can create new neurons. But there's a plethora of things we can do to increase the connectivity. One nerve cell, one brain cell can have connections with 10,000 other brain cells. So even if we're not making new neurons, we can certainly increase the amount of connections going on so that your brain's working more efficiently and effectively. But you can't see those connections on these scans. And you can't take a medicine that you just take orally. It gets digested. It's in your bloodstream. There's no reason to think that that's going to go straight to that area that needs help. It's just going to go everywhere. It's diffuse. It's general. So were the medicines supposed to, A, stop the seizures and, and, then, and then stop uh, any pain and everything else you were dealing with, Mariah? Yes. They gave me a I, – I, for over the four years, I had multitude of um, medications, but they were trying to, to – help each symptom individually. So I had a migraine medication. I had a beta blocker to bring my heart rate down when I stood up. I had um, depression medication for because I was sad that I was, you know, going through all of this. So every every symptom had a medication tied to it. But every time I tried a new medication, something else popped up. Because so then it was time to get another medication to counteract exactly. the medication that you and had. Doctor, like Dr. Columbetti said, my foundation wasn't there. So they were trying to fix all these things with different medications, and 
my foundation wasn't right. So then all these other things started popping up. So I would, you know, start having all these. I started getting weight. I started losing my hair. I started all these different things. And I was like, why am I trying to put a Band-Aid on when my foundation isn't correct? Yeah. And that, like I said, this is like, you know, what it, it just – what they were doing wasn't, wasn't they weren't trying and they didn't have good intentions. It's simply they, they didn't have the tools or understand this the way that you do at Plasticity and the fact that you could – she said in that segment earlier, I felt finally somebody understood what the hell I was going through, okay? And, and after four years, I mean, really? Okay? So th- that three-hour intake process is critical to this, Yes. Absolutely. And what Mariah was touching on was that foundation. The people at Mayo and the other hospital systems, they are trying to help. But it's like putting a roof on when your foundation's not level. You just have to keep putting it on, keep putting it on, keep putting it on, right? When you stabilize the foundation, and the foundation being the autonomic nervous system, the reflexogenic system, so all those good reflexes that you're supposed to have, when those foundational functions are stable and working well, then we can start talking about how to get better movements, how to get better behavior, how to get better emotional stability, how to get better cognition and memory. So how much different is she now than the first time you saw her? Oh, I mean, when we first saw her, like she said, you know, five seizures a day. Now, you know, she doesn't even have one a week. (laughs) (laughs) It is is actually quite remarkable. I mean, really, what would you say... Mariah, to parents out there and grandparents out there who've got kids. And, and look, we're talking a lot about kids because we've got a young lady here who was a student athlete and went through this. But I, it, look, if it's an auto accident or it's a seasoned citizen that tumbled down a set of stairs, um, it's the same thing. But what would you say to people dealing with – they're having these issues that you described or some form of them? I would say keep looking. It takes years and years. It may take a while to find the right treatment, but keep being an advocate for yourself. If someone says that something isn't right and you feel or they say that something is okay and you feel like it's not right, keep going out and looking because you will find somewhere that works and you will be helped. But if you think something is off, something is off. You know your body. I I think that's the thing I want people to understand that come out of this, doctor. If if you're hearing from your child or your grandchild or your your parent or your aunt or uncle, I just don't feel right, then you better take that seriously, right? You know there was an injury. You better take it seriously and look at, okay, it's not right, correct? Correct. And it's time to do something. Well, the thing to do is get in touch with the people at Plasticity. It's PlasticityCenters.com, PlasticityCenters.com, 877-888-8331. I think we're going to have to do a bunch more of these because there's a lot of ground here to cover, and there's a lot more than just concussions. So thank you both for flying in here from Colorado Day and doing this. It was really impressive, and I really appreciate your time. Thank you for the opportunity. Thank you for having us. Great to have you. And now, ladies and gentlemen, I leave you with this thought from Dr. Martin Luther King. Americans must learn to live together as brothers and sisters, or we will surely perish together as fools. Truer words were never spoken. Thank you for listening to America's Healthcare Advocate Show, broadcasting coast to coast across the USA here on the HIA Radio Network. Goodbye, America. You got me love struck, baby. You got me love struck, baby.